Welcome to Life of the Deep End. We are your hosts, Jordan Bone and Samantha Bromfield. After facing challenges of our own, we wanted our voices to be heard, to authentically share not only our stories and experiences, but life lessons we are learning along the way. To show you that despite any struggle you may face, life can be fulfilling and amazing, because ultimately, you are the creator of your reality. You may often feel alone, but we are here to confirm that you are not. So So let's let's dive dive into into the the deep end. Hey guys, and welcome back. Today we are going to have a conversation surrounding guilt and how asking for help can sometimes be difficult. This is something Sam and I both deal with, and I'm guessing a lot of people do within so many different situations. Yeah, I definitely think that at some point in everyone's life, it's quite relatable if they have struggled to ask for help, like through stubbornness, guilt, like whatever it is, like you said. And I'd quite like to jump straight in and sort of share my experiences or my journey with that. But before I do, keeping this uh, very real, (laughs) my neighbours are actually doing some sort of God knows what out the back. So I do apologise if there's a, a low buzz. And also Frank is usually off walking the dog, but he's at work. So you might hear the occasional our dog Riley scratching at the door but anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyway to jump straight in so yeah asking for help I am I'm gonna put my hands up straight away I am so stubborn Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I've, I've admitted this to a few people before and they've said really no you're not you're not stubborn at all no way (laughs) and I'm like well I hide it very well (laughs) and also I'm not I feel like I'm already going off on a side story here but I'm not stubborn like in my personality of like what do you want to do like oh I really want to eat at Nando's you know I'm not like well I really wanted to eat yeah (laughs) you know like I'm not stubborn in terms of like what people decide to do if that makes sense like I'd say that I'm completely the opposite and quite laid back and happy to do whatever but what I mean is when it comes to asking for help now for myself, this is specifically around, I'd say anything physical. Mm. So if I, if I needed help completing a project or something, again, I don't have that stubbornness in me. Like if I said to somebody, Oh, would you help me finish writing this blog post or doing this? And they said, no, I'd be like, Oh, okay, no worries or, or whatever. But if it's something physical, especially if I'm having a relapse my stubbornness is just, you know, it's just full pelt. And even with Frank. So for example, if I say to somebody, oh, could you please just help me pick this up? And if I'm not met with a yes instantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and with that, the yes has to be a very upbeat, you know, believable yes. yes. <laughs> not, a, not a, oh, okay. <laughs> then that's it. Stubbornness kicks in. And I think, well, do you know what? I don't want your help now or ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. extreme. I just go from one extreme to the other. Like if I say to somebody like, Oh, can you just help me do this? Like, oh, I need help picking this up, or I need help getting up these stairs or so or something like that. And they're like, Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Like there's that hesitance. Mm. I just think, well, don't bother then. Don't help me. I'm yeah. fine. I can manage, I can handle this world all on my own. Like <laughs> it's so dramatic of me. And and I've even, I'm gonna be completely honest here. This saying this out loud just sounds ridiculous. But I've even had it where during a relapse I've tripped up the stairs and I've kind of got myself stuck. And <laughs> Frank hasn't 
got up as quickly as I'd like him to. <laughs> I don't want people to think, oh, he just sits there and watches me fall over. Like, that's not the case. This is me being like, you know, not feeling like somebody's jumped to my rescue. And mm-hmm. I'm like, don't touch me. I'm fine. I'll sit here. I'll sit here for hours. <laughs> I will do it. I will get up. So ridiculous. And I mm-hmm. see that, you know, like at least it's one of those things that after the situation depending on what it is I can look back at and laugh and think oh god Sam don't be so stubborn and dramatic but I think that it's hard because other people and Jordan I I know that you're gonna have the same opinion on this and gonna say similar but for people that don't need to ask for help for what can be the simplest of tasks they don't understand the guilt that you can feel from that from feeling like a burden I, absolutely yeah and and then almost it's kind of like a vicious circle because you ask for help they respond however you then feel guilty and you feel like a bird and it, you know and it leads you back into feeling like a burden and it leads you then not wanting to ask for help and you know it's just not a very nice thing to experience because if it was something like I've said you know I, d- I don't have that with anything else like if it doesn't relate to my MS I don't feel that guilt or that burden so mm. it's so silly that just because it relates to that why do I feel that way yeah and I think with the stubbornness it's more because you then feel yeah you feel guilty that someone has to help you and you think you shouldn't have to be doing this oh go away leave me alone I can do it myself and you sort of get defensive and it's like our ego like takes over like no no leave me alone I don't want any help from you you haven't showed that you just want to do it with free will and kind like just like happy to do it it's yeah. when there's that reluctance that just makes us like ah it's like we back away mm. and and I think yeah. because you have that frustration built up that you can't yeah. just do it yourself that's yeah. why it's so easy to react that way yeah and it's not it's not like we want this to be the case at all is it no. it's not we're not choosing for what you know we need help for when it comes comes to physical stuff it's so it does make you just it's so difficult because as grown women you just you want to be able to be independent and even though we are independent sometimes when we do need to have help well I need well I need help every day but mm. when, when I need help maybe from someone that isn't necessarily like hired by me um if I need help from them I feel really like oh I, I don't like it because I feel that you know they shouldn't have to be doing that for me but like Sam said a minute ago if someone asks for help that you know one in a situation where they needed it as such they would simply ask it because they were just like oh I'm just asking my friend for a bit of help um so for example I um I've had situations where I would make sure my PA had done my hair in the morning for a night out um and instead of asking my friend oh do you mind just doing my hair because even though like everyone else who is able-bodied who could do their hair would have an evening with their friends getting ready for a night out or something they would say oh do you mind doing that for me I wouldn't even have and I would have so much gratitude if someone would like offer to do it or if if they did it for me I'd be so grateful but I think sometimes people can just be so like oh they'll do it for me but because when you're used to having so much help you just Mm -hmm. then look at everything like everything is under a magnifying glass 
like um, under not magnifying glass. Everything is under a microscope, isn't it? <laughs> same thing, kind of. Oh, damn, I got it wrong. I'd but, say it's kind of the same thing. Okay, but it's true, isn't it? You, I think you like look at everything about yourself sometimes, and then you feel guilty because you don't want people to see you as a burden. But really, that's how we're just perceiving ourselves because I don't think people actually see it that way. And I think mm. the resistance is sometimes there. Yeah, I've I've been there. I've been there with you when I've heard you say to somebody, do you mind just touching my hair up or doing something? And I hear the hesitance in your voice. Yeah. And then equally, I've been with a different like group of people, like you said, girls night out, and they're like, do my hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're even like, please, like, because no. it's, it's not a thing. Like, and obviously they're not being rude. It's, it's just like you said, like, everyone's getting ready together. Like, people will be like, oh, we do my makeup. Oh, can you do my hair? Like, what do you think of this? But when you for yourself Jordan like you said like you're in your head feeling like that you're relying on that Mm -hmm. and then it it takes it into a whole new thing of having to ask yeah it's difficult isn't it but for the same time I think we need to like with that we need to be kind to ourselves a bit don't we because sometimes we're just like we we can be our own worst enemy because we're like nope and then we can even create arguments with people because we're being so defensive Mm. and get you feel like feelings get hurt don't they and it's yeah yeah it's not but but it's sometimes because we're really trying to protect the other person in terms of like we don't want them to feel that we are a burden um and then you can end up like hurting their feelings because they want to help you um but you're just kind of not allowing it or just you're kind of just being a bit off in a way you know so i think it's just sometimes when you're in them situations just breathe a little bit but you know we're human and I talk about so much positive stuff, but sometimes you do have a human moment and you do, and you do just feel that guilt. You can't, you know, you, you can't help it because we judge ourselves so much. And then when we can't do something that we want to do, we judge ourselves a bit, I think, with that. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, like, I think we're definitely quite similar. I like, you know, I'm speaking for myself here, but I'd say yours is definitely the same. Like, yes a big aspect of it is stubbornness, but also like you said, a big aspect is guilt because if I feel like somebody doesn't really want to be helping me, yeah, I get a bit stubborn, like fine, I don't want your help, but I'm also so overwhelmed by the emotion of like, Oh God, I don't want to put them out. You know, I don't, I don't want them to feel like they have to help me. Like you said, that guilt and like, no, no, like it's okay. Like I'll manage because you know, yeah. Talk, I mean, talk about like putting yourself first but then like I can't yeah. help but feel for the other person and exactly think, oh, I hope they don't you know I don't want to burden them I, I want them to be happy I want them to do what they want to do mm. yeah and like at the moment I'm down a night um assistant and I need like turning throughout mm. the night so my mum is helping and I absolutely I'm so grateful for her doing it but at the same time, I just, I would rather her not have to do that because that's why I have people because like, you know, it's different things for the, re- like she's my yeah, mum. Yeah. I want to have the mum relationship as a grown adult. Um, sometimes it's difficult asking for that help, but at the same time I have to, because I have no other option. Mm-hmm. And I'm so lucky that she's willing to do that because I know a lot of people probably wouldn't. Um, and yeah, I'm super lucky, but at the same time that can be a strain so it's really important to just honor it and show the gratitude but at the same time there are going to be frustrations from both sides Mm. and I hope in a way us sharing this 
um, helps some of you guys out there who are probably feeling the same, but probably think, oh, I'm not sure if everyone does feel like this. But also at the same time, I hope it's raising a bit of awareness for people who don't really need to ask for, everyone needs to ask for help at the end of the day. But Mm -hmm. um, for people who don't need to ask for help for physical things or um, things every single day that are just seems so simple for the able-bodied person or the person who hasn't got anything to worry about in terms of their body. Mm. Um, I hope it's raising some awareness to be a bit more mindful perhaps when you are helping someone or, you know, be a bit more um, thoughtful in your response because it can make a difference to all of us that are going through something. Yeah. And I I do briefly want to touch on as well in a minute about, you like you said, non-physical, like other stuff with asking for help. But just to wrap that up, 100%, like I, I hope that if people, anyone listening to this, if they're on the side where they're needing to ask for help, know that, you know, those mixed emotions you're feeling, you're not alone. And actually, yeah, be kinder to yourself mm-hmm. and just ask for help. And then vice versa, if you are someone that's listening that has somebody in your life that perhaps does need to ask for help with certain physical things. We're not, obviously we're not telling people that they have to bend over backwards for people because that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different subject. Like when people are asking for too much, but we're just talking about these simple things that where people physically aren't able to manage anything themselves just think how you would feel if you know if it was turned mm-hmm. around and just be a bit more upbeat uh, you know yeah like a bit yeah. more thoughtful about it yeah. all. but also like I said there's I'm sure there are so many people out there that refuse to ask for help mm-hmm. in general you know like whether yeah. it's work or projects they've got going on or anything really like you see a lot of that where people say that they really struggle to ask for help even if they are struggling themselves like they won't admit it and and Mm -hmm. they'll just keep sinking and sinking rather than just saying I need some help and god that kind of that can cover so many different things because even if I was as I was saying that like we spoke about mental health the episode or two ago and that can be a big one that people don't reach out and say they need help with that aspect like there's so like we said at the beginning there's so many different routes that this could go down around asking for help Mm -hmm. and that guilt of burdening people or that stubbornness and I guess if there's anything that we just want to say is you need to said it time and time again be kinder to yourself and and just ask for help yeah because there's nothing to be ashamed of with asking for help really even though you may feel that there is but there isn't because like you've just said there's so many different aspects of asking for help, like with your mental health, with your lifestyle. I mean, even people who have children who may need help to, you know, have, um, for childcare, sometimes it can be a struggle for people and they don't want to ask help because they feel that they're asking for too much. But the thing is with asking, the only thing that someone can say is no. Mm -hmm. And that's what is the worst that can happen in that situation. We've spoke about that sort of thing before, but we've got to think of like, okay, if I ask for this help, they're my friend, they're my family, they are someone I know, or even if they're not someone you know, and you're out somewhere and you need a bit of help with something. If you ask, we're human, we're humans, like there needs to be some um, like unity. So yeah. you know, I think people will be willing to help if we ask more, but, yeah. um, and if they're not, and if they're, they're, yeah. they're their boundary then. Exactly. And if, if they're not, 
that can be two different situations it could be literally that all right fine they don't want to help you or or they just can't at the moment you know like it's until you ask the question you don't know but you just mentioned there Jordan about even if they're a stranger and that's something what I don't do you know what I don't even know how to work on but that fills me with such anxiety the amount of times that I have gone to Addenbrooke's for one of my to meet my MS team yeah I'll tend to get the train down there and the trains this way can be so busy and especially on the way back where say if I didn't have if I had my walking stick don't be wrong I've had awful situations where I've still had that and nobody's moved but say if it's a day where I don't I don't need any walking aid or anything like that but it doesn't mean I can stand for the whole duration yeah. This, like 45 minutes to an hour train journey I cannot bring myself to ask people if I can have their seat <laughs> it yeah. fills me with so much fear even the priority seats like I just can't do it you know so do you feel safer in a way if you did have your stick with you I want to say yes and normally I would but I, I have had situations once before where I have had my walking stick and I've had a businessman with his laptop out sat in a priority seat and a young boy sat or I say young boy that's you know a probably a, a teenager yeah. well no not a boy boy like he probably, oh, a teenager. He okay. probably yeah. was just about my age a young oh. boy. but um you know a, a younger guy sat opposite that's a, how young are you Sam yeah <laughs> a young guy <laughs> and um and the businessman saw me and saw the walking stick and it was it was a crowded train so I don't blame everyone because a lot of people just wouldn't have noticed it but he saw it and he said to this lad can you do you mind moving for this girl because obviously he had all of his like workout his laptop out and everything and this lad said well I'm getting off in the next stop but obviously Jordan you know the next stop from where you get on at Cambridge is a long way (laughs) I mean what like why wouldn't he get off anyway I don't and he didn't even look at me and then the business guy was like, okay, and didn't get up either. Wow. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, everyone's going to have, you know, and like you said, we've spoke about it loads of times before that your brain almost goes to that negative place, but mm-hmm. it's things like that that make you do it. But I think it's important that whatever the situation is, like if you are asking for help, try not to dwell on any negative experiences that you've had before, because equally I have had people when I've walked on straight away, be like, here you go, here's my seat. And, yeah. not, and not make a big deal about it at all. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that, yeah, you, you try focus on, you don't know what the outcome's going to be. Like I said, people are either going to say yes or no. So what have, what have you got to lose? Absolutely. I think sometimes we really in all aspects of our lives, we um, latch on to those negative experiences and we remember them more than all the positive. So there's probably been loads of um, situations in which someone's moved for us or helped in some way, but we remember the bad things. Like I remember I was on a flight once. Well, actually I've had a couple of bad flight experiences, but there was this one time that I was coming back from New York. This was years ago. And I was sat um, on a row of three seats not just me, but obviously my mum was one side and my friend was the other side, like they were both helping me. And I was sat in the middle and this woman was like um, wanting us to move because she wanted to sit closer to her husband because I think that was technically her seat. We were like, well, is it okay if we, you know, we spoke to the stewardesses and everything and they were like, this is better for you because obviously it's safer and stuff like that. And for my care and everything. Mm. And this woman was kicking up such a fuss, like in front of us to the stewardess, the air, air hostess, I mean, <laughs> stewardess, 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Air hostess. And we were just like, this is unbelievable. She just wants to sit next, like closer to her husband. And we're actually doing this for actual reason. I'm a quadriplegic. Yeah. Like that's kind of like, come on. Um, and yeah, but there's been times as well where people have like, I've got on, um, a train and stuff and people are in the way like you said Sam sometimes they move sometimes they don't but I'm get I get I think I'm getting to the point now where I sometimes one day I won't be able to use my voice but another day I'll be like can someone move please yeah. mm-hmm. because you you have to sort of be a bit authoritative a bit with that situation because people sometimes are just so in their own little world and in yeah. their head which they and they're so I mean I, I may be a bit ignorant towards it if I weren't in the situation I'm in. So the only thing we can do is educate people to understand that we're not doing it because we're being awkward. We're doing it because that's um, what we need. What we need. Yeah. And that is a basic human need as well. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So. I think probably a good way to wrap up this episode as we're talking about asking for help is us asking, is there anything we can do to help you? absolutely yeah Yeah, you know obviously like we said our email address and our social media and stuff and rather than me ramble it off now I'll list it in the description for this but yeah if there's anything that you need advice on or just that you need help with let us know because that's what we're here for and obviously it doesn't mean that our advice is be all and end all but if you're listening to it it's this right now is probably because you're kind of interested in what we have to say hopefully yeah if you got to this point yay so yeah do let us know and yeah. thank you for listening to our chatty conversation around this because we just really wanted to share our experiences with it because it is something that does affect us both yeah and it does and I think you know just sharing our experiences can probably help I know we haven't maybe give you given you so many solutions within this but I feel like the conversation is important and it's something that needs to be heard yeah because it shows that we're in it as well you know that we're experiencing this as well if this isn't something that happened to us in the past that we've all of a sudden overcome and now we're saying oh do this to overcome it because realistically I don't know if it is something you'll ever overcome completely but it's just using it's listening to people like us that are going through similar and us all working on it together and being like okay let's let's try not beat ourselves up about it yeah and it doesn't make you any less of a positive person it's just sometimes you have those human moments and this is a conversation that me and sam this is like you coming in on um our conversations like this is a conversation um so it's like a little sneak peek into a conversation really yeah this is definitely the sort of thing we'd be sat at your dining room table and i'd be (laughs) like oh guess what happened to me on the train today (laughs) yeah exactly and then as well sorry i'll like you know we're trying to finish this but that goes along with you know again going back to when you do get help and then you're like ah you know we'd have that conversation wouldn't we where we're like yeah. oh they've helped and now they don't yeah, make the help and so like, much because oh not to like <laughs> prolong it again but going back <laughs> to the train thing like when I was first diagnosed or like roughly that sort of period of time and I remember going had to go there with my mum to talk about I think it's probably like medication choices or whatever it was but I was I was feeling fine you know I wasn't in a relapse I wasn't struggling with walking I was okay but still it can be quite a long like train journey and also I was a bit wiped from like information download but anyway 
this one man, we were stood beside him, like beside him, and he all of a sudden just looked up and he looked at me, and without making a fuss at all, he just said, Do you want my seat? Mm. And I was like, uh, you know, and I think all I mustered out was, oh, you know, because he spoke to me, he went, and then he already started getting up, you know, like, and, and it was that, that it wasn't where he was like, oh, hopefully she'll say no. You know, like he yeah. got my attention and he already then started getting up and said, no, 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 take my seat. Um, and, and then he left it and he didn't make a big deal about it. Uh-huh. And well, that happened probably like five years ago now, four or five years ago. And I still remember that, like, yeah, doing those nice things for you stick with you. They do. And like, a nice kind gesture is just means so much and that's just like chivalry isn't it for a man yeah. to just kind of do that he might he was probably you know he was doing that just to you know as a man like letting a woman and he like he definitely he was in a suit and yeah you know, had work stuff like I reckon that he definitely had been on the train since London he probably yeah. had a really long busy day like he didn't need to do that but he obviously just noticed something uh-huh. and thought yeah. you know I'll offer him my seat Oh, he was being really nice, like a nice man to a girl, you know. And as well, I suppose, um, it's hard for us to also know if someone has got an invisible illness, you know, themselves. And we may be thinking, so that's when, like, we need to, like, release the judgment a little bit in some cases. Because we, you know, we may be thinking, oh, well, they're not moving out of the way, but they may be in a similar situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if I was, like, what if I was somewhere and there was limited seats and I was stood beside someone glaring at them thinking oh, how rude of you like you yeah. can see that I'm struggling well they might be struggling more or equally yeah. like yeah, yeah you can't There's so many sides you need help you do need to respect as well that you don't know everyone's situation but that's mm-hmm. where we come back to there's nothing wrong with asking because yeah. if you ask the person they said oh, I'm really sorry actually and that's raising an understanding of being like oh mm-hmm. goodness like definitely you know yeah. no, no worries yeah but yeah, we, um, this, this is a good conversation to have because it will affect so many people in so many different ways. Like even like, you know, pregnant women and stuff, especially on tra- yeah. public transport, like give up your seat. Yeah. Well, this, this conversation is just like we, well, this, <laughs> going everywhere. Just, that's because it relates to everybody in the yeah, whole world, really even does. no matter what you're going through. At some point in your life, you're going to need help. And at some point in your life, you're going to need physical help too. Mm-hmm. Even if you are able-bodied, like yeah. your, the body deteriorates when you need help. You may be poorly one week, so you won't be able to get your shopping. Someone will have to do that for you. You know, I mean, talk about with everything going on right now. That's probably a really relevant one, isn't it? Not being yeah, able yeah. to go get your food shop and stuff. Yeah. On uh, that note, I actually need to do my food shop in a minute. <laughs> oh, I could. Yeah, me too. But I'm actually I'm very surprised that we've had a well-behaved dog throughout the whole of this podcast. Hey, good boy, Riley. <laughs> Exactly. And Gatsby hasn't scratched at the door either, so we're doing well. We're on chewing. Anyway, yeah. thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, and guys. We'll speak to you all next week. Bye.